Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Arts Nicole Schreider, Ashley Seeves. We were just talking about all the things we ate for Thanksgiving, even though that was like a week ago. We don't care. We Kind of. <laughs> kind of. It kind of like leads into our first story of the day. Does like it? Everybody's Thanksgiving was. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was commenting on, um, I think it was Christian Siriano's outfit of Mariah uh, Carey always, with the parasol. Always. Did everybody listen and watch the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? You know that this was the highest view count for the parade in five years. Oh, wow. I yeah. actually did not Massive. notice that. Lots of ticket sales were affected by it. Um, more, I mean, like, I, I'm sure that that's normal, right? It's like one of the best advertisements um, oh, for Broadway absolutely. shows. But um, I just, all I could think was that, like, Miss Mariah Carey herself is standing at the Macy's 34th Street with a parasol, matching her dress, singing, lip singing for her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not say singing. We we all know better. Yeah, there were some funny lines, but if you (laughs) loved her in that, wait till you find out what she is doing. So fans of her and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will love her next project. Well, which if you did love some like it hot at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, look at this. We've combined two of your loves. So Mariah Carey is now going to be a producer for some like it hot. Now I'm previews. Um, they're set to open December 11th, so it's coming up. And she said, "Hey, throw my throw my Come little parasol in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> throw my parasol in the ring. Love ring. This is the emanci- Yeah, truly, this is the emancipation of Mimi. In fact, uh, <laughs> going after that egot, clearly, she really is. and good for her because she should have one. It is. She heard about Jen Hudson, and she says, "Excuse me, Jen Hudson, RuPaul, everybody. She's like, yeah, excuse me, give me a slice of that." So this is not the first time that uh, Miss Mariah Carey has collaborated with Mark Shaman. So he served as a producer on her 2010 album, Merry Christmas to You, and co-wrote the tracks Christmas Time is in the Air again and One Child with Mariah Carey. So Mariah was like, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark, uh, text me back as soon as possible. I've got a project. That I want to yeah. hop in on, and you may have heard of it. It definitely like um, it surprises me, but then knowing that they've worked together in the past, like it doesn't. Um, so I think no, that that's really not. exciting for the show. I agree. Eager and to I've see been, it. I'm seeing it next Thursday. I think we'll find out. Me too. Yeah. What? Yeah, I think I think we're seeing it the same day. Oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh hello. Hello. Uh, we we will have our eyes and ears open. So Peeled. um. Into into the next um, subject. So I, this is kind of um, I don't know if we've talked a lot about this, but Keith Wan, who was a sign yeah. language interpreter for the show of The Lion King on Broadway, was um, terminated. Um, uh, in this case, like the New York his Post position, uh, not 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 he himself was terminated. Oh, his position, geez. his his job. His job uh, was, was terminated. terminated. Yes, The Lion um, King isn't that brutal. They've they've settled though in court. Um, so apparently, like. Juan was one of at least two people, including interpreter Christina Mosley, um, who were removed from the production by the Theater Development Fund, who decided that it was no longer appropriate to have white interpreters represent black characters for ASL Broadway shows. Um, Totally Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, here's the thing, like, this does happen a lot of times in casting as well. So this is not a foreign concept. It happens a lot in animation, especially. And this is, you know, not the same thing, but... 
a similar path because you're providing a voice for something that already exists. That happens in animation a lot. I mean, we had that with, what was it, Bojack or Tuca and Birdie or something mm-hmm. fairly recently. Yeah. The the problem here, I think what, I, I don't know if this is even helpful for this situation, but I see it a lot, especially in casting when like a show goes out of town and they say, yeah. I don't know, get reviews that they are a two, uh, their cast is overwhelmingly white and then they yep. fire people that have developed that show for years um, in place of what the right thing to do is, which is to have a diverse cast. Yeah. So it's a really challenging thing because like, of course we want the diversity, but shouldn't it start earlier? Like, shouldn't we? It absolutely. Should we start just earlier. should yeah. start on the right foot earlier. And unfortunately, like Keith and um, his colleague were unfortunately like the result of doing the right thing. But at the same time, um, having your job taken away just for existing is really challenging. <laughs> sure. Of course. So I don't. Yeah. It's a really hard subject, but that's just an update um, from <laughs> the Lion King on Broadway that this discrimination case has now um, been settled. Yeah. There was a lot of backlash over this for exactly what yeah. you just said. Um, Big Mouth was the show that I was thinking of, by the way. Um, but also, I knew that's what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Also, but you know, I kind of look at it in the same way that it's just like, Okay, you have a white person who is essentially playing a black character here because they're an interpreter. They're still playing the role. They're interpreting the role, though. Um, so to me, it doesn't make any difference. I'm glad that, of course, uh, we are getting to the point where we are seeing more ASL interpreters near stages at the very least and it should be more frequent if not every performance but if that's the case then you should also still be casting for the role here there are plenty of black ASL interpreters and you know making that right is very important I'm sorry for the people involved in the lawsuit that this had to happen this way but it's it, it is a correction of previous wrongs and that's kind of what it comes down to yeah, lawsuits aren't fun. No, God, so no. let's move to film news. <laughs> <laughs> so um, filming is finally wrapped. I had completely forgotten that I this was too. even happening. Totally did. Right? The screen adaptation of Eugene O'Neill's Pulitzer Prize winning play Long Day's Journey in Tonight, starring Jessica Lange, Ed Harris, Ben Foster, and Colin Morgan, has officially wrapped on production. And I just want to say, I had forgotten. And now I'm excited. Yeah, I was on an Ed Harris kick again because I was rewatching really? The Hours for the billionth time. Ah, uh, good choice. I need to do the same because I want to go see the opera soon. I was going to say, how do we get to see it at the damn opera? I mean, Everybody's going. Go to metopera.org. Okay. There you go. <laughs> you made it hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, the last time I saw this show was at Roundabout Theater Company um, quite a few years ago. Uh, mm, yeah. So I don't know if you saw that production, but it was really good. I didn't really get to see good. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited for the film. I'm excited for the film. Now that it has re entered my memory. Mm hmm. Well, speaking of films that are re entering everybody's memory right now, Matilda, if you have not Absolutely. started on working on your choreography for Naughty, I never stop. I know what you're not doing. Like, like you can SBL how we like. Like, have you been breaking down that Red red Beret Girls choreography? I oh. think it's Hortensia. I think she's playing Hortensia. It Ooh. is so good. Everybody's doing oh. it on TikTok. I'm just throwing it out there. But um, More Andrea- excuses for me to get back on TikTok, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you're going to have to. <laughs> Yuck. It's my little pocket TV. Yeah. Andrea Riseborough, who plays Mrs. Wormwood in the new film adaptation of Matilda the Musical, will not be seen singing loud. Ah, and yeah. I don't mean like volume wise. The the hit the number. number loud 
the one where Miss Wormwood's kicking her face. You got to get they, loud. They filmed and then they cut it. Yeah, unfortunate. I mean, you had to. Yeah, it's, it's a long. To. It's a long show. It's a long kids. show. It's a long show for the kids. It's a long movie for the kids. It's a long musical number for that matter. Um, so they filmed it and then it didn't make the final cut. Is what she was saying that they worked on it for three or four months. And I hope we get to see it. It's a shame. Yeah, that bonus. She doesn't get the, yeah, exactly. I, you know, shame that what seems like it was a very big production number for four months doesn't actually make it into the final product. But everyone has said the final. Final product is amazing. So I hope we get to see both things from that then. There you go. So jumping back into theater. So theater for a new audience has canceled preview performances of Dennis Johnson's Des Moines, uh, which is unfortunately having to start uh, on December 4th instead of uh, the original start date, which is now today, November today, 29th. Yeah. <laughs> um, starring in the play as a reminder is two-time Tony nominee, Joanna Day, yeah. and then Oscar, Golden Globe, and Tony nominee, Michael Shannon. Speaking of okay. long days during the night. Yeah, right. Um, Heather, Alicia Sims, Arliss Howard, um, Hari Neff, uh, a, a incredibly stacked, gorgeous cast. Going to be a great um, but one. But unfortunately, yeah, they got a, they got a hold for the COVID. They got to wait a couple extra days. Yeah. It's it's happening. It's, it's <laughs> it, happening. It's 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 back and it never left. To quote um, the next topic, it's all happening. So the Broadway cast of Almost yeah. Famous will perform on Good Morning America this Thursday, December 1st. The episode um, will also feature Cameron Crowe, who wrote the book. Um, you I mean, you're I mean, we're all anxiously waiting. I don't know why I haven't posted my TikTok about this. Um, but anyway, yeah, I've been anxiously uh, he, waiting and I'm not even on TikTok. Thank you. Uh, but he wrote the book. He co-wrote the lyrics with Tom Kitt, like he he had so much to do with this production as well as the movie, but the fact that they're featuring him with the performance of Almost Famous to me is is really smart. So be on the lookout for Good Morning America this Thursday, December first. I, uh, I won't be awake, but I will catch it later. You'll catch it later. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Michael Harrison, this critically acclaimed award winning duo. Um, producers, extraordinaires, et cetera. They are now collaborating with Lloyd Webber Harrison musicals. They're kind of having this like new venture beginning, like, I guess like now <laughs> where they will have yeah. this musical theater partnership to develop new musicals. I really love every time somebody wants to help develop and usher in the next wave of musical theater, yeah. I think that that's important. So I, <laughs> I have to say, exactly. for you. I can't say anything negative about that, at least for now. Yeah. And then finally, in a feel-good recommendation, I want to recommend two composer performers that I saw last week at 54 Below that have upcoming 54 Below shows. Um, when I tell you that these two people were legitimately like, I well, I first of all, I sobbed at one person's uh, musical number. That was Jariah Kwame's um, six floor walk up, which you can find on his uh, Instagram right now. They just uploaded the video, and I, I have, I haven't in a long time just like heard a song and and felt every single lyric yeah. as hard as as this person. Um, incredible, and I was like, how do I not know you as a composer? He's worked on Lyle Lyle Crocodile most recently, but he's yeah. such a big up and comer that um, he has a February twenty seventh, twenty twenty three show that you can get tickets to now on fifty four below. I highly recommend it. And the other is Vibu Moan, a girl, a good girlfriend of mine, but also an incredible 
composer in her own right. Uh, she's doing her own show entitled, let me pull it up, Pure Brown Noise on March 12th, 2023. You can again get tickets to that. They're also incredibly reasonably reasonably priced. So if you've been saying, hey, I also want to know about the future of musical theater, please consider getting tickets to those two shows because I highly recommend them. Not only are they great people that I'm now calling friends, but they are incredible songwriters and performers. So get your tickets. Just saying. I'll be in Do the it. show notes. Make it happen. Get your tickets. Make it happen. Thank you all so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you all so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.